Hey guys, welcome to the MI Podcast. I am your host, Marina Trujillo. We have everything between silly slip-ups and serious chats that help you all have a balanced life, growth mindset, and inner happiness. So if those are all pillars you're looking to have in your life, you've come to the right place. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, I absolutely cannot believe that I finally made the podcast intro. (laughs) Hey guys, I'm here. Super proud of myself right now because it is pretty late and I stayed up fixing a few things here and there and tweaking it. So obviously, if you're listening, you heard the introduction and 23 episodes in, I finally had time, got my song ready, my intro and recorded the intro to the podcast. Yay! So I'm so excited that I just really want to get this episode on the road, especially because it is so dear to my heart because I am starting a new chapter in my life, a pretty big one at that. So a little background, I am a teacher, for those of you that do not know, and I have been in primary grades, which are like kinder and second grade, and I am moving to fifth grade this year this upcoming school year. And I'm so excited. Seriously, I could not be more excited about it. But I think twice as excited that I am is that the amount of nerves. So I'm super nervous. And that is why I decided to do this episode, just navigating these new chapters of our lives. I think it's very tricky because all of us go through different things in life, obviously. And because of the wide age range that I probably have listeners for, I know that I might be starting a new chapter within my book of my career, but some of you are going off to college. It is almost August. Some of you might be graduating college and it's your first year in your big girl job, big boy job, whatever. And it's a new chapter in your lives. And I'm sure that everything I'm feeling and everything that you're feeling, obviously, like it's relatable because we've all been through situations where we have to try different things. But so many times in the moment when we're trying those new things, we forget the things we did, the intuitions we had, and how we were able to get through that anxiety of those first few days. So I wanted to make an episode on things that I've been doing over the past couple of days and will continue to do as I start this new chapter in my life. And honestly, always in hopes that it helps you guys and that maybe somebody listening out there, something resonates and sticks with them the way that it's sticking with me. So number one, I think it's very important to always reflect on your past experiences. So I think it's easier for me to draw with what I'm going to be starting, which is going to be a new grade level, teaching a new grade level of like way bigger kids. So that's what I'm going to be referencing to in this episode. But obviously what I say, you guys use it in your scenarios and the new chapter that you might be starting. So For me, something that's really going to help me for sure is reflecting on things that have worked in the classroom before and things that I know have not. I know it's a different age group and maybe like the vocabulary words I use with them and the way I interact with them obviously has to be different than that of a seven-year-old or a five-year-old, 
But reflecting on my past experiences, it like gives me time to think about like what I've learned and how I've internalized it and what I want to continue doing and just adapt to my new situation rather than like reinvent the wheel. So for example, let's say you're starting college or a brand new job. Usually it'll probably not be your first new job, even if it's your first maybe big girl job. But I worked at many places before I worked at a school. So I use the anxiety of like meeting those kind of new people back then to help me talk to the people in my big girl job. Or I use those experience of maybe times I shouldn't have said something or I shouldn't have spoke up or whatever to navigate how I carry myself in this new environment. So that's definitely number one, just reflecting on your past experiences and internalizing them to match your current situation. The second thing I'm doing is definitely identifying like the goals and the aspirations that I'm going to have in this new situation. So for me, I won't be teaching math anymore, which lets me focus fully on reading, which I love. I have always been a bookworm since I was little, and obviously I use that to my advantage. And definitely identifying the goals that I want to have for my classroom or the goals that I want to have for myself as a person and how I want to grow into a stronger leader with older kids. So it allows me to see what the next move is during that situation, during that process, and also decide whether or not there's going to be a next move after that, how soon, and just gives me a structure to know that I am completing my purpose in the place where I've been put. So many times we're like bothered by being in uncomfortable situations or like a new environment that we lose sight of like why we're there. There are so many other people at my school who are wonderful teachers and I know they could have put them in this position with higher kids and more challenging, you know, content. But I know that I was chosen and I was asked to move up for a reason. So when that anxiety takes over, I remember that those goals I've created are going to help me have a direction with where I'm standing at that moment. The third thing, I definitely like to like create a plan. So when I say like I create a plan, I don't mean like I know exactly what I'm doing for the next 180 school days. Absolutely not. I actually don't even know what I'm doing past the first couple of days. But I mean, a plan as to where do I want to measure, you know, kind of where my kids are at, how am I going to self-reflect during that process, and just creating a plan similar to identifying goals gives me a structure to have something to always be, you know, in that momentum of like continuing and not giving up. It definitely also helps me break down like things into small manageable steps that I can take every day to reach over all those goals that I mentioned before. The fourth thing that I am doing and that depending on your age and where you are in life, I am maintaining my support system. Some of you might be building that support system. Maybe you moved to a different city. Maybe that's your new chapter. Maybe you left your hometown for college. That's your new chapter. And so you might have to like work on building that support system. I think it's just important to remember that your support system affects you so much, your mental state, your emotional state, like it has so much more influence and power over us than we realize. I would not be 
who I am and where I am right now had it not been for the support system I've had in the past couple of years. And I find myself continuously blessed to this day with more people and more people that continue to add to my support system. So even though I feel like I have a pretty solid, you know, group of people around me, I meet new people that inspire me and help me grow. And I think it's very important to surround ourselves with people who like support us, encourage us, who believe that those goals that we've set, we're going to achieve them just as much as you believe in yourself. And it's very important definitely to have like a mentor, somebody that you look up to that has maybe gone through this situation in the past. So for example, when I was in college, I am a first generation. So I did not really have siblings or my parents who I could go talk to about certain challenges that I was going through. And maybe I didn't always choose my mentors correctly, but ultimately trusting that gut feeling and everything you do hopefully will guide you into knowing who you can speak to and when is an appropriate time to debrief because sometimes obviously these new chapters like come with its challenges it's not always like easy breezy and you need somebody who is not going to say give up or told you so you need somebody who's going to encourage you somebody who's going to be there for you and can definitely be a role model in this journey that you're beginning the next thing and like one of the biggest things is to take action. And what I mean by that is to actually go through with everything you've said. I cannot tell you how many times I told myself, I'm going to start running. I'm going to start doing this X, Y, Z. And then bam, here we are. I don't do it. I wrote it down, set my goals, told myself when I wanted to do it, didn't go through with it. And that's because I was not consistent in taking action. It's so important to take actions towards those goals and aspirations you set. Because if we don't, if we don't have that plan and we don't actually take forth that plan and everything we set to ourselves and for ourselves, we're just not going to make it happen. It's going to start and end in that journal, in that notes app that you wrote everything down. So I like to remind myself that mistakes and setbacks are like a natural part of the process. I'm not going to beat myself up if come October or November, my students are not performing at the level that my plan maybe said they were going to be performing at. I'm actually going to stop, reevaluate, and go from there. And that leads me to my final thing that I like to do, and that's evaluate my progress. So in anything that I'm doing, I like to go back to the college situation because, again, I've been through that. I have experience. Like, I remember my time. I think if I would have stopped and like reevaluated where I was with my goals and where I was with where I wanted to get to the final product, I would have done a couple of things different because I would have never lost sight of where I wanted to be. Regularly evaluating your progress and adjusting your plan as necessary is so important for your mental and emotional state because it helps you and reminds you that Again, these setbacks are going to happen, but you are holding yourself accountable. Something that not many people do, something that not many people can attest to because oftentimes we think, oh, well, I'm still working here. Well, I'm still going to college. Well, I'm still running. But are you running the amount you said you were going to run? Are you passing those classes with the grade point average you said you were? Am I remaining consistent in my job and expecting the same thing from my students as I did the second week of school? 
It's just important to evaluate that progress. And those really are the biggest things. It's not a long episode that I had, but I think these words are so powerful because oftentimes we start something new and the excitement or the nerves turn into the momentum and the routine of doing certain tasks in our life. And we get bored and eventually tired and it becomes so mundane that we don't even realize we're doing certain things. But I like to take these six steps into actually remaining consistent with that same excitement, with that same energy that I started a new chapter in my life. So my parting words today really are just to remember that starting a new chapter in your life can be both exciting and challenging. You're always going to have those challenges. I hope that nobody's listening, thinking that everything is going to be easy breezy. It never is. But by reflecting on your past experiences, setting those goals, creating a plan, and definitely keeping that support system that you're building close to you, having that mentor and actually taking consistent action, all while evaluating your progress in whatever it is that that new task or situation is, I feel like I can confidently say that navigating any new chapter would be very easy or as close to easy and smoothly as it can be. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a short one, especially compared to last week, but I really wanted to not waste anybody's time. Get that notebook out, that journal, wherever it is that you're going to take notes over everything you just heard. Don't let this be another episode where you just, you know, you're in your car driving or on a hot girl walk and you just completely forget about it. Take that out. Write those goals. Keep yourself accountable. At the end of the day, I always say, if I don't, who will? And I really think there's so much power in those words. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much. I have absolutely no words for the support and love that some of you have shown me through social media, through your ratings. So if you have not done so already, please, whether that's on Spotify or Apple Music or podcasts, rate, review, write a comment. Let me know what you think of the podcast and I will see you guys next week.